2: I'm Babs Gray, and you eat the Costco hot dog before shopping and the Ikea hot dog after
1: shopping. That's just how it goes. Mm. Oh, life hacks with Babs Gray. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and I wonder if the Hulk was also always angry because he constantly had sunscreen in his eyes.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and avocado toast tastes better than financial solvency feels.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret?
0: neither can we.
3: We got Barbara Brandy and of course We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on baby
4: it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies ladies and ladies.
2: Welcome to the show, everybody. Sorry if you heard weird noises outside my window. It's been raining and the roof is caving in. So mm. normal stuff. You know. That's normal fine.
1: Stuff. My dog is barking <laughs> underneath of a bed right now somewhere too. So cool.
2: It's just we've all got some stuff happening. Yeah, yeah.
1: there's just chaos. What do you want? Um Yeah, uh, hey, a couple of quick tour dates I just want to plug up top. Um, At the end of this month in Los Angeles, we've got Picture This on the 25th uh, in Los Angeles. And then next month in April, I'm going to be kind of all over the place. I'm going to be in uh, Menasha, Wisconsin. Random, but we're going to be there. Uh, <laughs> Minneapolis, Minnesota, Bloomington, Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, Cincinnati, Ohio, Pittsburgh, um, Morgantown, West Virginia, Columbus, Ohio, and then I've got a couple dates in Indianapolis. Um, so if you live anywhere in the Midwest, I'm going to be coming nearby. Uh, go to brandyposy.com or follow me on Bands in Town to find out all those dates and deets, and I'll talk about them as they get closer to. But come
0: yeah, see me. And I'm going to be in Austin the last week of April. Looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, anyway, as
1: always, we have our tour dates on our website. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. hell yeah! This is a good one. We had a real good episode.
2: We did. I think uh, so. I would say yeah. so. Yeah, very fun. Um, I I love this gal. I've followed her for a few years now, and it's been really fun to watch her like blow up on social with all of her animals and all of the you know fun shit they get into. And yeah, so follow her on there and listen to our very fun hang sesh with Hayden Crystal. Oh, my God. Let's just jump into it. Very excited to hang with our guest today. Hayden Crystal. Hi.
3: Hey, how you doing?
1: Um. Yeah, good. doing yeah. pretty good. We don't have horses yeah. in our lives, but I think. Yeah, I'd be doing know. better if
0: I had horses.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Would you <though? laughs> Well,
1: that's, that's the question. I think we're going to get yeah. in love with you here. You tell us. You tell us.
0: <laughs> what is now? How many horses do you have?
3: Um. How many are there? Six. I feel like. I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's donkeys. too. There's donkeys, donkeys. There's. Yeah, I have two minis and a standard. Oh, um, wow. their name, the standard is Dexter, and the minis are Nicholas and Donkey Devito.
1: <gasps> my Donkey Devito. Well, there's the Donkey Devito. Way. Oh my god! Oh Beautiful. my god!
2: We're we're big Danny Devito stands here, so you're really getting to the heart of <laughs> yes. the. Uh, oh, donkey, absolutely! The farm animal slash lady to
3: lady. Yeah, the Venn diagram is is <laughs> strong today. Yeah.
0: Is Donkey Devito yeah. one of the minis?
3: He is one of the minis. It's
0: uh, <laughs> very satisfying.
3: It's I laughed for like eight minutes straight just sitting there thinking to myself when I thought of it. And I was like, that's it. That's the donkey's name. Uh,
0: I feel like we need to let Danny DeVito know about this because I think he would appreciate it.
3: Yeah. I feel like he'd be so on board with the fact yeah. that my donkey's name is Donkey DeVito. <laughs> A thousand I percent. Feel, I, uh, we call him VD, VD, short and sweetie. And I feel like Danny can just have that. Like he can just. That's excellent branding for him.
0: It really 100%. is.
1: I love that. Oh my
3: gosh.
2: Yeah, I love it. If y'all don't follow Hayden on the, all the socials, go. it's very fun to watch uh, your animals just do stupid things. And, and get lightly roasted enjoy li- yeah get you. roasted
1: it's they're the best amazing
3: <laughs> yeah I don't know lightly wow. is the word <laughs> lovingly,
1: lovingly roasted I'll say yeah there lovingly. we go yeah
3: <laughs> yeah I uh I'm glad that people are so into that I think it's really funny so I uh I do stand-up but I also do public speaking so that's all I do and um twice so in March in- of 2020 and 2021 I lost all of my work.
0: Yeah.
3: Ugh. Uh, in the span of about two weeks. Right. And in 2021, I was just super depressed. I'm like, well, obviously, touring isn't a thing anymore. And I went to school to be a zookeeper, so I don't have any fucking skills. <laughs> uh, but I was like, I'll teach myself video editing, because then I can, like, work in media, and I love social media, and I'd always been pretty okay at it. So I was like, that's something I can do. I can edit comics clips. I can do whatever, and still make a living. So I just was like teaching myself to video edit in the tiktok app um and i'm like i'm that mom who like always has a camera in her kids faces mm-hmm. like you guys are so cute i love you so much <laughs> so i had just hours of this stupid footage because i've just been here on the farm and uh i'm glad that people really like it
1: i love it when did you move out there because you're, you're from new york originally right like brooklyn is where you grew up or
3: no i actually grew up just outside of detroit Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. um but we had horses growing up. We just didn't have them at the house. Um, and then I lived in Brooklyn for a couple years. Um, but I've been here since 2019, I think.
1: Oh, man. You made the
3: move at the uh, right
1: time. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. I left. I could not have left New York at a better time. Yeah. yeah. Did uh, you
0: have a spidey sense that it was just time to go?
3: <laughs> um, no, I just didn't. I really liked living there. But with the amount that I travel, it was just which is always such, like, a douchey thing to say. I just tour so much. But, like, <laughs> but, yeah. it's just so hard to travel in and out of New York. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I had a car.
2: I yeah. can't really be a good and... home base.
3: No. And I was, when I moved there, I was doing, like, 70% of my gigs were on the East Coast. So I was saving money living there because I was driving from gig to gig. And then when I moved out, uh, like, or when I, by the time I left, I was doing more stuff nationally. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't make sense to have to find someone to watch my dogs and to to move my car so it didn't get ticketed or towed. Uh, and then the 11-hour subway ride to the airport was just not yes. doing it for me anymore. And uh, my mom lives here in Colorado, so I was like, well, I'll come for a couple of weeks and hang out. And then that was four years ago.
0: That's amazing. Hell yeah. So how did so, the animals start to come in? Like, did you? What did you start with?
3: Um, I, we've always been like big animal people and I've had, I had horses growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up riding. I, um, was a, this is a very guessable fact about me, but I was a horse camp counselor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, <laughs> yep. Love it.
3: <laughs> I, I, uh, when I did the America's Got Talent live shows, I flew out from LA to my horse camp alumni weekend. <laughs>
1: um, love it! Oh my gosh, the talk of the weekend! I love it. <laughs> I would. Imagine. Oh yeah. Um,
3: with the women like fifty-five and older, yes. Mm. Uh, Great demo. <laughs> important <laughs> demo. Yep. I know my demographics. I know what I'm like. Uh, but uh, we've always been big animal people, and then my mom had. Uh, my mom rides horses too Mm -hmm. so she had some of the horses out here and I got started getting back into riding and then I was like well I'll take on this like fun little project horse and then another project horse and then I was like well I need a horse that's not a project horse (laughs) and then uh, my horse got hurt and I was like we'll just throw another one on the pile but um, (laughs) I love having them I love working with them I always thought when I was a kid that's what I was going to end up doing and I think it's really funny that instead of doing anything like romantic or chill, I am still making a living with horses now, but that's in the dumbest way possible. It might not
0: be chill, but it is romantic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> I'm a. Horse influencer. <laughs> I mean, how many girls have that as their dream? You are living it. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: are.
2: Is there, I'm assuming there's a lot of horse influencer drama we don't know
3: about. Do oh my God. Me? Yeah. And it's all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, I met my girlfriend on horse TikTok. oh Of course,
0: uh, yeah, there's I horse TikTok. That. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Horse talk. That's beautiful.
0: <laughs> Is she also, does she also have horses?
3: She does. Her horse just moved here. Um, she's actually she's from LA. Um, so we met because my horse, one of my horses' name is Squidward, mm-hmm. and um, my girlfriend April is also a huge horse girl, and also happened to be a storyboard animator on SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, um,
2: cute.
3: And um, it's so surreal to me as like an like somebody who loves animation that uh, we got together because people like who work on Spongebob, were sending her my stuff. Like <laughs> ah, watch I my love my th- it. it's, it's so cool. But uh, she just moved in. so uh, And the then horse her horse in? jeepers came. Or not, or her. Yeah, horse horse <laughs> and girlfriend. Yes. Uh, nice. Made the move to Colorado. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Are the horses yeah. riding along? Yes and no. <laughs> Chicken Nugget is head over heels for jeepers, Aww. who is also head over heels for Chicken Nugget. Aww. I'm... We're thrilled that he moved here and found a twink, like, immediately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, two of our horses, um, Odin and Fauci, are kind of assholes. So mm. they're being jerks. And Debbie, unexpectedly. Debbie is spelled with an I with a okay, heart Okay, good. Oh, great. Love um, it. Okay. Good. Thank you. Yeah. We'll, we'll adjust uh, our
0: records. Thank you.
3: Yeah, thank you. I just want to... Uh, <laughs> Just out of respect, I feel like we need to... Of course, we want to respect um, that,
0: yeah.
3: She uh, has also been kind of a jerk, which is surprising because she's normally barely alive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She's got something to be feisty for.
3: My friend calls her Xanax because she's just like, you could set her on fire and she'd just be like, oh my God, girl, crazy. (laughs) (laughs) She does not give a shit about anything, but she does not like Jeepers yet, so... Oh, it's, a, it's
2: so funny because you said like you know i'm the mom who's always filming their kids but i do feel like it's i didn't ever think about this but obviously you know with horses and animals you don't have that it's not creepy it's like you know it's just you're, you're not worried about like weirdos watching your
3: horses so you're like i'm okay i mean not... i am a little <laughs> but, like, not, yeah not to the same level <laughs> no i mean they're not like i'm not like baby ferning them like yeah yeah do you guys yeah okay thank you for the backup uh
0: (laughs) i need some background what's baby fern
3: there's just like bonkers woman on tiktok who's super crunchy and like has a child named fern and posts everything about her child online i'm like not mom influenced i am mom influencing them but they're not like none of them are ever gonna have to like they pay don't taxes know what a phone. right yeah, no. yeah.
0: my fine. dogs my dogs cuz you know they speak english they call my phone the rectangle <laughs> yeah and they'll be I like was... get off the re- why are you always on the rectangle like put the rectangle down <laughs> my dogs do too
2: <laughs> no i mean yeah. also it's not like yeah they're not going to grow up and have something
3: from I'm so TikTok embarrassed come back to haunt them. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, no no employer is going to be like, so I found all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I am right. their employer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> their career is already.
2: And their mommy. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little, you know, it's some lines are being crossed. You're, you're wearing a few hats, but. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Okay. I have a few questions. Are you horses? First question. Absolutely. As a dog owner and a horse owner, I've always wondered, can you. Walk your dogs and horses at the same time.
3: <laughs> uh, yes, you can. It depends. On, well, I guess the answer would be it depends on the horse and the dog. Okay. Um, My border collie Pinkman, who if you guys look on my social media, she's the one with people teeth. Oh, <laughs> oh, she's, yeah. being... she's so yeah. cute. I love her. She's wildly upsetting. Um, she She's a border collie and she loves to be outdoors. And she's like she herds the horses, but she's not bad with horses. So I was like, well, she'll be a great trail dog she would love to come exercise Mm -hmm. with us and i took her out with my friend to this state park out here um and we parked our trailer at her barn and then we rode we were like three miles out and pinky was just like i'm done fuck this fuck you and she just turned and booked it and we chased her and um we lost sight of her pretty quick because she's a fast little rat dog and uh we decided that we were going to run back to the truck to get like treats and see what we could find. So we ran the horses back and we're like, we get back to the barn, we're like breathless. We're like, have you seen a dog to the stable hand? She's like, there's a little white collie thing under the truck. And pinky was sitting there at the door. She's like, never again. <laughs> <laughs> she ran, she ran like three and a half miles home back to the truck and oh just sat God. there. She's like, I'll wait for you guys to finish. Cause I hate this. So <laughs> She doesn't get to go, but my dog Squonk, um, the little Australian Shepherd, the black, the one with the eyes, mm-hmm. um, she was bred to be around horses, and she's super fun to take out on the trail. She's really good.
0: Oh my god, that just sounds like such a dream. It certainly can be. So <laughs>
1: solid. What what's been like the most surprising uh, of just like changing your life this much? Like, what has like been the uh- yeah. yeah, what what has been like the, oh, I didn't expect this was how things were going to be now?
3: <laughs> like with social media or with... Well, just like moving um, onto
1: a farm and just deciding. I mean, I know you grew up with horses, but like now having them as like your day-to-day on the regular.
3: Um, I think how much I prefer it to having them somewhere else, even though it's like a logistical nightmare, trying to travel and have horses here.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And it does suck when you have to like there's no days off. So like, even when I had COVID, like, you know, the horses still need to be fed. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah,
3: even when it's, it was, we got down to minus 18 here in February or in January. I mean, Mm -hmm. and like the horses still have to be fed and watered and taken care of. And, um, I don't dislike that as much as I would have thought I would. I really, I like the routine. I think that was the biggest surprise. Mm. It now, just- thinking
2: about routines recently, because I cannot pull one off to save my fucking life. And I think anyone who can, and I I think you. Uh, often it happens when you have to take care of, you know, a, an animal in a certain way or a mm-hmm. kid or whatever. But I'm like, anyone who's accomplished a routine past like three days, God bless you. I cannot. <laughs> I can't. I can't
3: imagine this uh, in any way. Oh, same. No, the uh, level of executive dysfunction that I live with on a day to day basis is... Staggering, But uh, <laughs> I know that like in the morning and the evening, I have to be there to feed them mm-hmm. or I have to make plans to make sure that they get fed.
0: So can you talk me either in or out of getting a horse? oh i can talk you out of it okay i can run run for the hills oh my
3: god just head out into your yard or an alleyway and set a pile of cash on fire like i just there's no worse decision that you could make to get and i say that as someone who has so many Uh, like they're they're not like a dog okay and that like they are a lifestyle choice. They're not a thing. Like they're not
0: a hobby. Yeah, not casually. Adding yeah. Them to your, cause my dog, life. like, it's just like, I live my life, but then I just have this little warm fuzzy thing sort of like attached oh, to me, like a moon. Yeah,
3: Not, not a horse. <laughs> they're just, okay. they're like, uh, I also recommend that nobody like there are stages to horsing. So like the first thing you should do if you like horses is go take lessons for years Right. and learn sense. how to like there's so much stuff that you have to know like um one of my friends was like oh like I'm gonna get a horse know anything about him and I'm like okay how do you put the saddle on like you tell me just walk me through putting a saddle on and like keeping in mind that if you do this wrong you'll die like
0: oh but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's sobering yeah
3: yeah <laughs> yeah I mean that's the <laughs> other thing about horses that, that they're a lot of fun but they are also like I was thinking about this the other day I was petting Debbie. I was, you're not supposed to, any horse person will tell you like, don't walk behind the horse. They can't Mm -hmm. see you and they Mm -hmm. could kick you. And then like hard cut to all of us, like playing the bongos on their, their butts. And like, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I was standing directly behind Debbie and her hips come up. Like her hips are taller than my head. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, she could just, Kill me if she wanted to. No problem. Like they're they're. Yeah, they're very powerful they're, creatures. Yeah, they're also a unbelievable money suck. Like they just. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, just
2: having two cats is a lot of money. I can't imagine six horses.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, I like. We had, especially the year of the vet bill last year. Um, squid tore a tendon and pickle broke a leg. So we had surgeries and all this shit, but, um, they are definitely owning them. And particularly owning one at your house is a full on lifestyle thing. It's like, it's not a, it's not a hobby. It can't be. Um, I will (laughs) say though, (laughs) (laughs) I will say like, if you, if you like horses and you want to get involved, especially, um, Y'all are all based in LA, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Mm Yeah.
3: There's a ton of, um, my girlfriend lived in the rancho. Um,
0: Oh, in Burbank?
3: Yeah. So there's a ton of places if you guys want to go take lessons or like learn to ride, there's a ton of places to go do that and to start learning about horses. Um, There's uh, like places you can volunteer. Like um, there's ways to, it's not like it, like you can kind of get the idea of a dog by getting a dog, right? Like there's enough support and resources that, yeah. If you get an okay dog, you should be fine. But it is, that's not true with horses. Not to, and then not in a gatekeepy way. Like if you're interested, go start taking steps, but also
0: yeah, that's abandon helpful. all hope.
1: Yeah, it's just much harder <laughs> than you would.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, like where that. I'm at right now, like I love riding horses and like, this is the second year in a row that my new year's resolution has been to ride more horses. Um,
5: But I'm like, I know.
0: Okay. <laughs> I will. I, but like I want to get to know a horse. Like I'm every time I'm riding, I'm riding a different horse and like I want to yeah. start to like develop a relationship with like a horse because I feel like that's how I'm going to start to like I don't know, just really like understand the nuances of riding and everything.
3: Okay. I actually disagree with that. Okay. Um so I learned to ride and then at the dude ranch that I worked at, like the horse camp, um and so I was riding different horses every day and I think it made me a much better horse person because I like, it's like, um, if you guys tour, like you drive rental cars a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm a much better driver because I can like kind of get in a car and I'm like, okay, this is probably where the buttons are. Like, you know what I mean? You have an, yeah. a general idea instead of getting so used like I drove my car when I was, um, when I was younger and touring mostly by like driving myself around the country. Mm-hmm. I was so I was like, this is my car and everything else is wrong and I don't get it. And it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) especially when you're learning horses, it's great to learn on a bunch of different ones. But if you start taking lessons with someone, they'll, um, I mean, you'll ride the same horse more than once. You can start to get to know who they are and what they're about. But also Mm
0: -hmm.
3: if you come here, you can ride my horses.
0: Okay. I'm seriously going to take you up on that. (laughs) Anytime you're in Colorado, I
3: want to do this. I'm like – I keep saying it's like a podcast but with video, which I guess is like a fucking web show. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like comedians in cars getting coffee, like yeah, comedians on horse, like interviewing comedians yes. on a ah, horse. That's
0: uh-huh. fun. I love that.
3: Yes. Yeah. I don't know if we could get insurance for that, but
0: <laughs> – You don't need it insurance be- for a web show. Done. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah that sounds – that's safe. It's good. I'm
3: sure that uh, my my lawyer would love that. Would yeah. need a, show for a web Ah, <laughs>
0: it's just the internet. Yeah. 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 Who cares?
2: I just want to see Squidward putting his hoof into or her his her. She's a lady squid. Lady, lady squid putting her hoof into an ink pot and signing a contract. <laughs> signing the insurance
0: contract. Yeah, if she'll pay for it, she can get the insurance. (laughs) Have you ever ridden one of your horses to a show?
3: Not to a show, but that's the dream. Um, (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah.
3: (laughs) 100% that's the dream. If I ever got a special or something, 100% there's going to be horses at that special. Oh, yeah, oh my God. That's a such a good opening work, shot. So. Yes.
0: Yes. So, yes. Yeah. We
3: will. Right. I think that would be great. I would love to film one at like a state fair or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes.
1: Um, we won't tell them the answer, but who would you ride on stage?
3: Mm. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I don't care. You can tell them. Um, <laughs> it, practically, it would probably be chicken nugget. Cause he's the chillest. Yeah. It would be embarrassing if I was launched into the sun. At the opening.
2: <laughs> special. Memorable.
3: Memorable, yes. Uh I'm just like laying on the ground crying And the curtain comes up. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're gonna take a quick break.
2: Uh please, you know, on the break, go check out Hayden Social and see what chicken, nugget, and squid and the whole team are up to because it's important. Okay. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs>
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs.
2: I'm Tess. And I'm Hayden. Yay. And we're going to play a game and ask you some questions. Classic MySpace game.
0: that's Fleetwood mac yes thank you you're the first guest that's correctly identified that
1: Again. yeah we blew our whole budget a few years ago
0: <laughs> and a few other things hey. um. <laughs>
2: okay i like this one okay hayden what's the last compliment
3: you got
0: mm.
3: Ooh. oh uh the first one that comes to mind is, uh, my girlfriend sent me an email yesterday that just said, nice tits.
0: Nice. <laughs> <love that. laughs> was that the subject or the, or the body? Uh, it was
3: the body, um, fittingly. Um, <laughs> but I was, uh, I have merch. I was making merch pins to give out on my show tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh. I needed them. I make my own buttons. I bought a button maker for like way too much money. I've got one. And
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> it's pricey, like a horse. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it is. Yeah, and they're an investment. They take upkeep. Um, mm-hmm. But I was like, it'll pay off. It'll pay for itself. Yeah, it's for like eighty thousand buttons. I should have done that math. But
5: uh,
3: <laughs> I needed the, I needed the like, the thing to print off, and she sent it to me, and it just said. The first one just said nice tits and then the next one was written as like a chain email that was like forward this to your 10 least favorite work contacts or you'll have nice tits for the rest of the day.
0: <laughs> How cute. That's
2: I always love it's always <laughs> funny looking at your communication with your partner like mm-hmm. cuz me and my boyfriend live together so our texts just look crazy because we're you know we're usually talking to each other in person so just you're like oh yeah if someone looked at this this conversation you'd be like what the hell is going on here it's just like pick up string and you're like okay what does that mean (laughs) do you guys
0: text because your house is kind of big do you text each other like when you're both in the house
2: Not sometimes, but like, okay, so I'll call him to dinner, you know, because I make dinner. Mm -hmm. And he won't hear me. And he's like, just text me. And I'm like, no, be listening. If I'm making, be
0: ready for dinner. That's the least he can do, really. Exactly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) What about a bell?
0: What if you got like a bell of some kind? (laughs) I think that's where we should be at. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma had a dinner bell because she had a huge orchard. And so we would just, they would throw us all out in the trees And then she would literally like ring a triangle and he'd come in. Mm -hmm. That's fun.
2: I should do that. I should get we should install a dumb waiter and I can just bring his (gasps) food up to him.
3: There you go. A triangle in a house is so passive aggressive. I really like that actually.
1: (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. I think so. Yeah.
0: And it was like honestly, dinner bills do still kind of make me hungry. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it's making me hungry now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I'm just it. always hungry, <laughs> like a horse. Yeah, um, Hayden, what yes. books are you reading?
3: What books am I reading? Um, I am not the biggest like like reader. I was miming to you. I was signing to you, and my camera's off, so I get that that was maybe not helpful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. My eyesight is just like not as great as it used to be, but, um, uh, I've been audio booking. It's kind of like,
2: that's reading. It's that. reading. Yeah. It's reading. Count. Yes. I count yeah, it, yeah, but yeah, I just,
3: yeah. the, and, uh, I can only do it in specific places cause I have to be able to hear it. Mm-hmm. So I have to be able to like Bluetooth in, like get the hearing aid situation all mm-hmm. like set up. But, um, I'm trying to think what I just downloaded. Oh, I am not maybe a hundred percent proud of this, but I really liked house of the dragon on uh, uh, HBO. So I just read through that whole book, which I thought was pretty good. I also, uh, I was just looking on my phone. I am uh, my linguistics professor from college asked me if I would review a textbook that he's thinking about reusing <laughs> oh, for cool. the next semester. Damn! Yeah. And it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. The accessibility is really good, and I like the uh, I like the way they explain different concepts. So, those really? I think are the last two things.
1: Reviewing a textbook is a hell of an undertaking to ask of somebody. I'm just thinking yeah. of yeah, te- I... <laughs> textbooks in my life. I'm like, oh man,
0: I, I, <laughs> I just got like the shakes from hearing the word textbook. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a a real
3: monetizable form of autism. I think. Uh <laughs> and I don't uh I I love textbooks. I also love standardized testing.
0: Um Me too. Thank you, Tess. Yes, yeah. It's, it's really satisfying. yes it's so satisfying. Uh
3: it is, but I i really like I like to learn. Sorry, uh, to the rest of you comedians that um <laughs> uh but uh, no, it's been it's been pretty good, and it's an intro. Not making it. I'm trying to justify. It's an intro level, so it's you know it's not that dense. Uh, it's a beach read. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is just a summer a flirty, fun beach read. <laughs> an open source linguistics textbook. Uh, cool, fun, and cool. Love it. Uh, okay, Hayden, are you still friends with people from kindergarten? No. Um, uh, no, I couldn't even tell you the names of people I went to kindergarten with. I, uh, changed schools in fifth grade and didn't really keep in touch with anybody mm. from the old one. Uh, and then I also don't keep in touch with a ton of people from high school cause I got mad at one person and dropped out as a junior and just went to college early.
0: <laughs> really?
3: Uh, yeah. So I don't have a high school degree.
0: Uh, do you think
3: are you glad you did that? Um, I think it's very funny that I did that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How did you go to college without a high school degree? I bodied the GED and then I got scholarship for, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, Oh yeah. I am thrilled. I'm very proud of myself for obliterating the system, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was mad at one person in particular and just walked out, I think on a Tuesday and then took the GED like a week later.
0: Oh yeah. John, and then you love standardized tests. So hell yeah, <laughs> I do.
3: Uh, oh my
0: gosh. Yeah. it gave you your freedom. No wonder you love standardized tests. <laughs>
3: yeah. 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 It set me free. Uh,
0: I love just through like the
3: four walls of the testing facility.
1: Getting a spite I scholarship is respect. Deep respect. <laughs> it is. Deep respect for
3: that. <laughs> oh yeah. I, uh, I've never thought of it as a Spite scholarship, but 100%. Um, <laughs> I actually got a college scholarship for being Patty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, hey, I don't think
2: spite. It was- spite has, you know – uh, it's powerful. Yeah. It's, it's the electricity that's kept a lot of things going. It shouldn't be it
1: like is. the motivating factor, but I do think of it like a nice, like a, it's a, yeah. it's like a salt to be used lightly, <laughs> but it, it colors everything the right way. I think <laughs>
0: exactly. I have a question here. Cause I sort of did something similar. Like I, uh, for all intensive purposes, just kind of dropped out and started going to college when I was a junior. Um, I just Hell went to yeah. high school socially. Like I would just go for two hours in the morning, see my friends <laughs> and then go to college. <laughs> um, but I have a reoccurring dream that there's still something I need to finish in high school. Do you have that? Oh recurring dream? my God. Yeah. All
3: the time. That's uh, so oh, funny. Wow.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's, that's not just
3: us though. That's like a pretty common thing. I think.
0: That's true. I'm just wondering if since we both kind of like called it a night, mm-hmm. if that's why that dream maybe is more persistent for us. Yeah, I called in tonight. I love it. That's my time. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Called the Uber. I'm out. Yeah. What is (laughs) is
3: fucking dipping?
1: Uh, Do you have any idea what it is in the dream? Like what the the thing is that you're missing? um, Or is it just kind of a vague feeling?
0: It's usually like I'm like, it'll be like I'm in a guidance counselor's office and they'll be like, dude, you never took chemistry. Or like you still need like... I really hope that like...
2: (laughs) This is not, when you become a ghost, this is not your unfinished business. High school chemistry.
3: (laughs) Mine is usually similar. Like I'll have not taken a class or I'll have signed up for a class and then never shown up for it and have like an F Mm minus. Or I occasionally will get like, oh, you actually didn't get a GED. And you just, yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. Yeah. I don't recommend that people do it. Because I think that it was a little risky and stupid. However, I do think, as a backstory, extremely funny
1: that yeah. I did that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> really funny.
1: Totally. From the future, can't recommend, but hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love that. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, we we love making huge life choices for the bit around here. Yeah. It's pretty oh, much around. Well, it's like...
3: We're all on a podcast right now. I feel like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty self evident. Everything turned out fine. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: Wait, so you got your degree in zookeeping? Did you, um, was that like always like uh, did, have you ever worked for a zoo or like what was like that career path from that to comedy?
3: Um, I managed a reptile exhibit when I was. I managed the native herpetofauna exhibit when I was in college at the University of Missouri. So I was working primarily with snakes. Mm. Um still one of my favorites uh and that's what i wanted to do so uh that was like my student job is taking care of a snake exhibit for um a man who was just essentially like a meaner ron swanson Uh, (laughs)
0: That track, and not as funny as nick opperman
3: (laughs) no he was pretty funny my favorite thing that he ever said is that um once he realized he couldn't fire me because i was good at my job um I, li- I liked to Leslie Knope him, mm-hmm. and one day I asked him if he wanted to go see the vagina monologues with me, because they were in <laughs> our college, and he said, if I wanted to pay money to listen to a feminist bitch, I wouldn't have gotten a, d- a divorce, and I was like,
0: that's- <laughs> oh, oh, <God> damn. <laughs> that's a very ron swanson line in the like r-rated version damn it's also one of my favorite things
3: another human being has ever said to me i mean yeah i guess you're
0: not dying He had that
3: set up yeah Yeah, he was he had that locked and loaded uh i mean i guess it's not dying um, alone if you're covered in snakes so yeah no that's (laughs) what i tell myself every night um but uh i really like doing that but um I was also, I started teaching workshops about sign language and accessibility when I was in college. I was just doing college conferences, mm-hmm. which are like um, speaking festivals. So I was doing these conferences, and then people were like, hey, you should come to my school and do this. And I was like, okay. And then eventually I was like, okay, I'll do that if you give me, like, if you cover cover my travel expenses. And then I was like, okay, if you pay me like $100. Mm-hmm. But then by the time I graduated, that's how I was like paying for stuff. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So... I was like, I could go and do graduate school and then make $8 an hour as a zookeeper forever. Or I could take a year and see how the speaking thing goes and see what happens from that. Mm. And my dad was super supportive and um, that kind of spiraled. And uh, I was making a full-time living doing that and I had always wanted to do stand-up. I didn't know you could just go do stand-up. Like I didn't know that they just there's no fucking barrier to entry yeah 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 uh none there should be zero but but currently there is not yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. let's pull that ladder up behind us Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh i uh i didn't know that you could go do it and so i had just been doing essentially stand up with a thesis statement for years and um it's kind of all disparate like people think because I teach workshops about sign language and accessibility and I did public speaking and worked as a zookeeper and now I do stand-up and I think that to me it all makes sense because it's all communication Mm -hmm. like it's it's like in working with the animals it's how do you communicate this idea to somebody who's like doesn't speak English yeah and I feel the same way like when I'm talking about accessibility, it's like, okay, how do I communicate this lived experience that I've had that you haven't? How do I communicate that to you in a way that makes it matter to you? Mm. And I feel the same way with comedy. It's like, I think this is funny. Why do I think it's funny? And how do I, how do I express that to you in a way that you think it's funny too? So I think that it's that's what I'm interested in. It you, to me makes a lot of sense. It totally makes
2: sense. Do any sign language when when you do comedy?
3: I'm sorry. One more time. Do you do sign language ever when you're doing comedy? Yeah, my opener is in sign language. um, And then, like, I go up and I don't voice. But I also have done sets in sign language. Um, The jokes that I do are different. um, Because I don't think jokes translate well across language or culture. But, um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I would love to do more. I was just talking to a friend. I do my most popular workshop is called Gay SL, a crash course in LGBTQ related American sign language. And um, I've been doing that for so long. I have a joke for like every bit. So I'm like, I would love to do that as a like a like a fringe fest show. show. show.
0: That would be awesome.
3: Yeah. So Um, you've had to write
0: completely separate jokes for the stuff you do in ASL.
3: Yeah, the ASL comedy is a lot more storytelling, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is funny because I don't consider myself like a good storyteller in English comedy. Um, But uh, yeah, some of them are similar or I'll just have to rewrite or rephrase things like anything that works like based on pun or like rhythm or like if I use a particularly funny word Mm -hmm. like that all has to.
2: Right. That's interesting, because I was thinking recently about, like, I was like, I should learn how to do a few of my jokes, at least, in ASL. Like, it'd be nice to be able to do that. But I was thinking it would be the ones that would be more exact, like, you know, very punchline, like, you know, one-liners or something like that. But they might not necessarily obviously
3: translate. It's like, I guess Hmm. it just depends on a case-by-case basis. Yeah. um, It's fun. I enjoy watching interpreters like, like, Interpret jokes, yeah. Uh, especially if it's a joke, I know, like from someone I know, right? Because I'm like, always like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying Mm -hmm. with that.
0: (laughs) Or I'm like, nope, that did not, (laughs) no, sir. Oh my god, can we just give a shout out, speaking of interpreters, to the woman who interpreted the Rihanna? Lyrics. Did you guys see that at the Super no, Bowl? No, I didn't. Was she amazing. was fabulous. She was incredible. Almost kind of stole the show, honestly. Like I love it. yeah. She just put it like she was so passionate. It was awesome. Yeah.
3: Yeah, she's fantastic. Um, I was really glad I wish that they had shown more of her. Me too. I always love that they hire an interpreter, which is like for a visual language, and then don't show them on the screen. I'm like,
2: <laughs> right.
3: Cool, cool. Yeah, but, like um, this is
2: a huge stadium. Like, people, we need to show this person.
3: <laughs> uh, but there are separate feeds of the interpreter and then also the pledge, or not the pledge, the national anthem. What? I don't right. care about yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Whatever. what they do. The
0: flag one. The uh, yeah, flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, flag time. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's uh, called flag football, I think, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, it is flag football. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, I forgot what we were talking about
0: that's okay, all right let's do another micro cool. question yay <laughs> um let's see favorite cheese favorite cheese
3: mm-hmm. um mozzarella and cherry tomatoes
0: oh uh, so good yeah. how about do you put balsamic on that or just raw
3: no just raw dog it okay uh, yeah. yeah that's my favorite thing mm.
0: yeah very okay. refreshing
2: this is a good one. What's one thing that you should probably get rid of but just can't?
3: Oh, uh, <laughs> um, some of the horses. I was going to uh, say,
0: you can't oh, say. No, <laughs> no S-
3: Squidward and I will die together um, <laughs> in a murder suicide. Uh, <laughs> which way that's going to go? Her, me, me, her, who's to say? Uh, but uh, no, Squidward's my favorite animal i've ever had oh, i wow. love her um in a like senseless and unhinged way that i've never loved another animal <laughs> she's my best buddy Aww. um she's
2: so goofy she's just like ridiculous. she's just
3: and she's so pretty like she looks like a great. she looks like a uh, like a like 60s western star like yeah uh <laughs> But she's also, like, she's so, she'd be like, like the hot girl at your school ate worms. Like, she's just so, Love that. <laughs> so pretty and so weird. and <laughs> Very
0: um, Angelina Jolie, kind of. <laughs> she is, except,
3: like, uh, sh- I don't think she thinks she's artsy. She's just, mm. like, mm. like, squid we just discovered. I thought something was eating. I thought we had, like, a raccoon or a coyote, which is weird because we had, we have donkeys, and those usually chase things away. But, like, um... My my barn cat food kept going missing, mm. and I was like, "Well, what the hell is getting in here?" And it's Squidward. Squidward was eating my cat food.
0: <laughs> like,
1: oh, <laughs> Squidward! I'm like,
3: that's so fucking gross. Why are you? Do- I've been calling her Meowmix as a slur. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you doing that? Yeah, that's but, not for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't you don't you need to eat cat food, but she loves it. She goes feral for it, which I hate. But um. <laughs> No, we, uh, I just, uh, one of my uh, other horses is living with a friend of mine now. She's leasing her. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice because she's getting a little more time. But uh, yeah, we have a lot of horses. We probably don't need that many. But
0: Well, if one of them <laughs> wants to come live in Eagle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've,
2: I think threatened, she... you've threatened to turn your driveway into quite a few things, but I don't think a horse stall yet.
0: Uh, no, to oh No, Tashaun, I have threatened she, that. She yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, oh, you yeah. Did? yeah, 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 yeah yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did, okay. yeah, 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 because every time I see, like, a horse that needs rescue, I'm like, but it's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> so I will
3: say, at the risk of outing myself as a heartless monster on this podcast, um, <laughs> there's nothing more expensive than a free horse, and there's a lot of great horses that end up in rescue for a lot of reasons, so that's my caveat here, like... If somebody had financial trouble, if somebody, mm-hmm. their owner passed away, there's a lot of great horses that end up in rescue. There's a lot of horses that uh, are not great and end up in rescue for a reason. A
0: lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe yeah. who need like a really skilled, yeah. not me handler.
3: <laughs> yeah. There's, I mean, a lot of them are just behavioral problems. Uh, and again, there's plenty of super nice horses out there. But uh, a rescue horse is, I I would not feel comfortable taking on a rescue horse.
0: Really, I don't feel even like even you yeah. want to take it. Really,
3: I mean, I guess it. De- I mean, it would depend on the situation, but like, um like if it had advanced medical needs or behavioral needs, I just don't feel like I have the skills to be able to help and support mm. that animal.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fair. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I know I, Tess.
0: Tess is still going to end up with a rescue horse. Yeah, it's, it's inevitable. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I um, there's the number of animals. I've almost rescued a pig. I almost rescued, I and mean, I live in a small bungalow in Los Angeles. Uh, <laughs> tortoise, <laughs> but yeah, I, I want to. I'm really lo- going for that Doctor Doolittle life. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, so it's. Oh, go ahead.
3: Oh, I was going to say it's uh, rewarding, question mark. But please uh, finish your. It.
0: Uh- it look. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about something I read. Did you read uh, Susan Orlean's book that she put out this year? It was really good. It was a collection of essays about animals. I did not. Um, I recommend it. But she wrote a chapter about, she has a, a piece about donkeys. And I was fascinated to learn that like there's, I, I don't know, let me know if, if this is true, but like that they're people say they're stubborn, but it's just that they have this like insane will to stay alive. Like they won't do anything that's like against their best interest.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I first I of all, of uh, I 100% don't agree with they'll, they won't do anything that's not in their best interest.
1: Uh, <laughs> Maybe as they interpret them.
3: <laughs> yeah, if I look fucking outside right now, I'm sure that there's a donkey doing something not in their best interest.
0: Uh, but like but, they won't um, walk down like a dangerous hiking, they like, I guess... I think if I'm remembering her piece correctly, it was like, you can't get them to do something like that. That's kind of like danger. They know their limits.
3: They're way more thoughtful than they are. Horses are more reactive. Donkeys are more thoughtful, mm-hmm. um, which I happen to really like, because I am fine with a bad time. If I know it's going to be a bad time, I hate surprises. Yeah. And like um, with donkeys, I feel like they're pretty honest right from the, I, I like the honesty. They're like, Hey, I'm going to be, fucking miserable today and i'm like thank you for letting me know i like, yeah i anticipate that and i really like working through problems like that like i like um i like working through behavioral stuff that's how i ended up with squidward um because she does some rancid bullshit um my mom bought her to be a trail horse and then she uh pulled a little too much nonsense and my mom was like enjoy your liability here you go um (laughs) but uh yeah a lot of people don't like working with donkeys or mules because they're stubborn and because they're less reactive i happen to really like it because i like that conversation Mm -hmm. i am not and have never been like i'm not an assertive person like uh I wrote this thing on Facebook a while back that I was like, it was me asking for spots. And I was like, Oh, I'm so sorry to make you read this message with your eyes. Like, I'm so sorry. But if you have like (laughs) eight seconds that you wouldn't otherwise be filling with like a barking dog or an air ride siren, like I would love to do a joke, but if not, that's cool. And I'm so sorry. Like, uh, (laughs) I'm much more of a talk it out kind of person. And, uh, like I know that I can't believe into doing anything but like if we let's talk about it. Like I'm on your side. Help me help you. I would love to achieve this goal together. And <laughs> nice. I feel like that attitude goes a lot further with donkeys and mules than it does with or then like fuck you, I'm in charge. Mm. That's also why I like appaloosas um which is what my horse Debbie is and most people I don't feel, I don't think any horse person has like neutral feelings about Appaloosas. (laughs) So that's just a kind of horse? Yeah, um, they've got spots. Spotted ones, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're usually pretty raggedy looking and very cute. And um, I love their spots, but I also love that they are a lot of that, like, fuck you, no. Like, you have (laughs) to convince them. That you're, you're working on the same team. And if you can do that, they're awesome horses. But they tend not to take well to being uh, bullied or pushed around. And for people who don't have the time for the conversation, or if that's just not like what people enjoy, they're uh, not a lot of fun. But I'm a dumb bitch looking for a bad time, and I fucking love them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, we're going to go talk to some Appaloosas. We'll be RP.
2: <laughs> hey, everybody. We're back on Lady to Lady. It's Babs. I'm Brandy. And Tess. And I'm still Hayden. And. You know what time it is. It's time for Lady Problems. Give us a call at 323 6 30 Or you can email us, ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Lady. Lady Problems.
0: Lady. Lady Problems. Lady
2: Problems. Do you have them?
5: Hi, ladies. Um, I love your podcast so much. Um, My lady problem is I have a friend slash ex-roommate who I lived with for a very long time throughout college until we finally moved and she moved in with her boyfriend in 2020. Um, And it is looking like uh, me and her friends uh, who, you know, we see her fairly frequently. We've gone traveling together. Um, We still hang out, uh, you know, every so often. Um, But it's looking like um, none of us are going to meet her boyfriend, um, until the wedding, which is in a couple of months. Um, everything we know about their relationship, um, just is like a lot of red flags. Um, in fact, a couple of, about a year ago now, actually, um, she had texted me and my current roommate, who we had three of us live together, um, in our old apartment, and, um, She texted us uh, asking if she could stay the weekend because her and her boyfriend were possibly breaking up um, over a big fight, um, and we never found out what that fight was about really, um, other than possibly he was just not being very nice to her, and she was tired of it. Um, Yeah, so their wedding is in a couple of months, and any (laughs) advice that you have would be great it's just textbook controlling behavior um and yet nothing is so out of pocket that we can't that we can say something in the moment so yeah any advice you have would be great really appreciate all of you um love you bye Mm.
1: that's so weird (laughs) just not met, met this guy in years well
0: i think it's because she knows well yeah like
1: Right,
3: she's kept she, yeah. the Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I'm a big proponent of, like, people are going to do what they're going to do. Um, but I think in that kind of situation, um, particularly if she's putting up barriers there to not allow those relationships to form, I think that the best thing and probably the only thing that you can do is just continue to be there for her And, like, just make it clear that if she needs an out, that you're willing to be there. If you are, if you are willing to do that, if you're willing to help her get out of this relationship, Mm -hmm. if she needs that support, just making it clear that you are a support system and a lifeline. Like, I don't think you can talk her out of it. I don't think that you can. And I also think that that, like, severs some of those relational ties. If you, like if you try to yeah. tell her that you don't like them, she's not going to like want to come back and be like, well, you were right. If something happens. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think all you can do is continue to be there for her and provide a safe place to fall. That's what she needs.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, cause I think best case scenario, if it's, if it's, I don't know, a controlling person just needs to be broken up with, right? like, so I think best-case scenario is she does come to this realization on her own and starts making the steps to get out of this relationship. And I think a big barrier to that happening for a lot of people can be not seeing these exit strategies. So I totally agree. I think the best thing you can do is, like, is just is just be that for when she comes to that realization. I, I think that's all you can do. Um, mm-hmm. And then for yourself, I mean – What I've started to do, like, when I'm in situations like this is, that like, because it can be very stressful. It can be – it's a very helpless, stressful feeling to have someone that you care about in in this sort of thing. And I think for yourself, what I've started to do is I'll just, like, picture good things happening to that person. And I just, like, wish them well and I picture good things happening. And, like, that kind of helps me let go a little bit of that anxiety because to a large extent, you are, like, really powerless, unfortunately, in this situation hmm yeah yeah
2: I mean you know we've talked about this before and it's like it's so tough because I've been in the situation where I said something you know mm-hmm. and my friend cut me off and blah 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 and like eventually we got close again and she told me you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: like yeah <laughs> I was right and yeah. the guy was a piece of shit mm-hmm. um, but our friendship suffered from it and she didn't take it right away and I don't know if what I said helped or not, you know, eventually I, who knows. Um, but I did take the risk and I mean, you can do it. You can do that, but it, yeah, what everyone says is true that it probably won't really lead anywhere. You're going to just kind of shut yourself off from communication with her, which I think the most important thing right now is making sure she doesn't do that. You know, there's a chance that he could be making her isolate herself. Um, and not communicate with you as much. So I think it's just really important to make sure she knows that, yeah, you're there right now. Te- checking in, kind of like trying to keep, make sure you're keeping your line of communication as open as possible so that she knows you, she, you're someone she can reach out to if, so, if
3: you know, yeah. she wants to. And, like
1: see how much you guys can kind of plan with her to make sure she still has like a rich life outside of
3: that relationship too. yeah maintain those
1: bonds that's really yeah. important because mm-hmm. yeah i do think that like when somebody's in that kind of thing it becomes so much like babe it's us against everybody else so yes you, you don't yes. want them you don't want them to feel like they need to double down on that relationship too because i think right. that can very much happen of like you were right everyone wants us to break up like that can push, sometimes push people together even more um mm-hmm. in that in that dynamic But yeah I mean I think if she doesn't I mean she's getting married is she having a bachelorette party is there an engagement party is there a week like you know how much time can you guys like have away from her to like keep her life you know if you're just like doing weekend trips or something just something to keep remind her that there is a life outside of this too.
0: And, like, if this comes up again before the wedding, if she brings it up, like, if there's another fight or she brings it up, mm-hmm. um, one thing I think I would remind her of is, like, if that happens, I think you can say something to the effect of, like, if you need to call off this wedding, it's okay.
1: Yeah. Because I think yes. there's so
0: much money that goes into weddings and so much mm-hmm. planning and, and you can start to feel this skill. I mean, I've had friends be literally, like in that moment, my thought was I'll just get married and then get divorced later. I've had friends that literally said that. And like, I think that can be a really helpful thing to hear when you're not in the woods of like planning the wedding and all the money that's put down just to have an outsider be like, you know what? It's all good. If you need to call this off, everyone's going to understand. It's all good. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: That's very good.
2: Very good
3: advice. Yeah. And if it's okay, I would also like to take a second to plug, um, I'm on the board of an organization um, that provides crisis, uh, intervention and victim services, um, to deaf and hard of hearing, but also hearing people, uh, in Missouri. But the website is deaflead, D-E-A-F-L-E-A-D.com. And, um, if you're in Missouri and you need crisis intervention or, uh, victim services, there's numbers for you to call. Um, but there's also more resources on the website. So if you are not there and you need help, I think that's a good place to go.
1: Mm-hmm. Hi. Well, yeah. I'm so
0: sorry. It is like I, my heart just goes out to the listener too, because I know, like, it it is. It's such a, it's a horrible position to be in as a friend. And
2: going to a wedding like that, where it's just this this, like feeling of doom, it's just like, ugh, like, it's the
3: feeling you want at
2: a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you're being, you're being a good friend. You know. Yeah. um, Just yeah. I hope for the best, and I hope she. If it sounds like what it is, that she can, like, see the light before it goes down.
0: And some people do. That's the other thing, too. Like She's going to probably have to do some work to get herself out of the situation. But, like, people do. They Mm -hmm. they realize. Yeah, no. We, yeah. Like, yeah.
2: Have a friend who, yeah, faced this exact thing and made the choice at zero hour to not go through with it. And, you know, it was the best choice she ever made. And Mm -hmm. it's, like, it was extremely hard. But she had a supportive group of people around her to help her out of it. And, you know, you are that for this person. So, yeah we'll just pray that that's that yeah. she that happens, sorry, yeah yeah um right. okay, let's Get do one more. one more.
4: hi, ladies. Not to be selfish because actually, humble brag, I already had a lady problem published, um but I have another one. um I just moved in with my boyfriend about a month ago, and I have a cat um she's eight and he hates her, and so finally, after you know a month of him quote-unquote trying to accept her um he finally became set up with her scratching one of his chairs which shows no visible signs of being scratched whatever he couldn't stand it so I gave her to my mom and I feel terrible about it I mean I just I'm disappointed in him for for letting me make a sacrifice like this that I really didn't want to do um my mom is very gracious to take her in. She's not really a cat person herself, but she loves me more than she loves her furniture. So, you know, it was a no-brainer for her, and I just kind of wish that he saw it the same way. Um, so I guess if you guys have any any advice for, you know, I mean, my plan is to tell him I would like to someday bring her back, but um, I don't know, if... if if you have advice for that or just some kind words to let me know it's okay to do what I did and that my boyfriend's not a monster and I'm not a terrible cat mom. Um, anyway, I'm sure I'll get over it, but it sucks in the moment. Thanks ladies. Love you. Bye.
3: You're not going to hear. What I got, got some thoughts. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Please. I go go it. No, I got some thoughts. Yeah. Uh, that was actually, a, that was a big thing in my um, last relationship was he felt like I, um, was too involved and spent too much time on like the animals and uh my gut reaction is like fuck him date women but uh I know that that's not as practical as as, uh as it would as it would you know as I would like to be but I think um first of all I don't think that you're necessarily a bad cat parent I, I think that um there's something to be said for being able to acknowledge when the situation that you have is not the best that could be provided to the animal and taking step, steps to um put your animal in a better situation even when it's hard for you uh that being said uh i think that that is going to be i mean it was for me that that was the symptom of something that was going to be a bigger issue throughout the relationship like are you done with cats forever Like, are you done with animals? Like, do you want any other kind of animal? Is that a hard line? Um, Like, what if you have, like, do you want kids? Like, what if your kids start fucking shit up? Because that's kind of their whole deal. Uh, (laughs) Like... Uh, to me, it was just like when I – not like I don't have any credentials of any – don't listen to anything I say. I'm so dumb. But when I <laughs> was going through, like, a similar thing, to me, it was not so – it was, like, not about the animal so much as it was, like, just different values and looking for different things and also different styles of conflict resolution. Like, uh, if if I had a partner whose cat was messing up my stuff, I would be pissed and frustrated. But, like, you know – did a couch cover come up like mm-hmm. yeah what what were the solutions taken before that and if you guys feel like you explored them and that was a compromise you guys feel like com- you both can live with I don't think there's a problem with it if yeah. the cat has a safe place that she can go um and I also would encourage you to be honest with yourself and him about whether or not those interim steps were taken
0: wow great advice Hayden I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, cause yeah, I, I agree. Like, my, I'm thinking this whole voicemail girl, go get your cat.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> no, 100%. Go, like, you know. <laughs> Uh, exactly, like life is messy. Like, and like you're gonna have these other elements. Like, who is this partner? Like, you're, mm-hmm. the chair barely got scratched. I don't know. I'm coming from someone whose Chihuahua pisses inside three times a week, so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just called having a pet sometimes. It yeah, also, yeah, he tried
0: for one month
1: one month is literally yeah, yeah I kind of glossed at that yeah yeah one one month is nothing also was this a problem with your cat before is this new cat behavior so you know like what <laughs> there's there's a lot right. happening here
2: and it's not like you know you didn't mention like the cat's not attacking him or something yeah you know, right that's a situation where I'm like okay this maybe they mm-hmm. should be separated for a minute yeah yeah mm-hmm. if it's that it's and I I do think that I want to make sure you do look at it from his end and, and make sure you're, you know, mm-hmm. taking seriously whatever, if there, if it is more than yeah. just scratching the chair or something. But, um, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's like a chair is a chair, you know, your yeah. cat is your fucking cat. That is your,
0: well, aren't uh, like, cats? You, it's family. literally like a family member. Like that's a really yeah, a like family member. What if he told you that you couldn't see one of your best friends, which he just did. Like, yeah. no, no <laughs> well if your
3: best friend was like scratching up the furniture in your house i would have some follow-up questions if we're yeah, being honest aren't
0: <laughs> <fair>. <laughs> well,
1: cats are like, notoriously like also like if you change their environment it takes them a minute to like settle into oh yeah new they're place very to... sensitive yeah yeah
2: so... but they also like to scratch shit. i yeah, mean yeah, our whole couch is a disaster and i don't give a shit because i love them yeah, you yeah. Know? like and like she said she was like but she loves me more than her furniture, and I think that that's where it Hear comes that. down to. Yes, yes. you're going to resent him mm-hmm. for this, which you fucking should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's gonna be a problem going forward in other things if he's caring more about his objects than about yeah. how you feel. You yeah, go. for sure. And it's yeah
1: like, that's such an insane gauntlet to throw at you at the, like just having moved in together. You know. It, it yeah, feels- after a month. Yeah. That yeah. feels like a real, like, choose me. Like, it feels like a weird test. I don't like it at all. Yeah. Who's yeah.
3: Meredith feel- graying this cat?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Choose me, lovey. <laughs> yes. yes. And
2: you know what? If he really wants to prove mm-hmm. that he's trying and that he gives a shit about being friends with your cat, y'all are going to go over there to your mom's on the weekends and mm-hmm. chill out with your cat yes. until yes. he becomes friends with it. Cat if visitation. He wants to prove this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he won't because he's not going to try. Yeah.
0: He didn't give the cat is an inconvenience to him. And like, I don't know. I volunteer at an animal shelter. Exactly. Like I hear stories all the time of like pets that seriously were in a situation where like one person really couldn't live with that. This is not that. Like this is not that. There's not even the bullshit, which I'm sorry, allergy excuse. Okay. There (laughs) (laughs) like a light scratching of your fur. I don't know. Like. What happens when you spill a glass of wine on the couch? Or, like, I don't know, fucking furniture gets fucked up. It's fucking like, out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No,
3: also, exactly. not to flex on fucking everybody in this podcast, but as somebody with a background in captive wildlife management, I feel like <laughs> there's like, <laughs> there's inner, there's like, there's steps. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, Couch covers like create and rotate like you create your boyfriend for twelve hours and then the cat for the other twelve. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I,
1: they can live on opposite sides of a door for a month or two and just see they I get mean, used to each other's smells.
3: Yeah, yeah. As a sidebar, I might be gayer than I thought I was, but uh, there's, like, there's, there's so many there's so many middle ground steps that are not just the cat has to leave a like, thousand percent. Yeah, because I I I feel like even I'm being more sympathetic to like. It's a boyfriend in this scenario. Like I'm like then the rest. Of, not I'm just such a better person than everybody. But I'm like, oh, it sucks to have your shit scratched up.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't want that. No, it, does. It's, uh, uh, it does. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm like trying to be. But there are yeah. methods
2: to. Yeah. You know, people yeah. have been working on that for a very long time trying to figure out. Yeah. How to save their furniture from cats. Like there are things you yeah. can try.
0: When I started dating Sean, I stole almost all of his socks. Relationships have a cost. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's give
2: and take. Gotta, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you basically you have to have a real conversation with this guy and be like this is really hurtful to me. Yeah. And like I want I need my cat in my life and like if this is something you can't if you can't compromise and try to find other solutions around the scratching and stuff like that's points to just a bigger problem. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Again. Well, like Hayden said, are you done with cats for the rest of your life? Like what's the end game with this guy? Like, how mm-hmm. are yeah, you going to end up with this guy? And if so, are you never going to have pets? Like, no.
3: And also, I don't love the lack of creative problem solving. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that to me is a red flag. Like, yeah, a month? Mm-hmm.
2: hey, six months and you're at your wits' end? Uh, maybe.
1: Yeah. One month. You're still no. having a conversation. Yeah. Have a conversation about it. It's also like you dated before you moved in together. Has he, how was he with this cat before? you know were they like homies when I know, you know it sounds to me
2: like he had some weird like he had some fucking yeah wella like plan to get it out as soon as he moved in i know yeah he's
3: got like a secret room full of like blueprints and like pins, <laughs> right. pictures <Yeah>. and <laughs> he's shitting in its litter box i don't know exactly <laughs> he's shitting in the guest litter box uh i will say and uh I love outing myself uh, in this way, but um, I watch a lot of Dr. Phil. Um, <laughs> my
0: husband and, was uh, just on Dr. Phil. Did you see him? He was the gambling mm, episode. No. Oh my God. Do you know? I've been, to,
3: I've been to a couple live tapings, which before I had TV credits, I used as a TV credit. Uh, but uh, I feel how you want to feel about him, but something that he says that um, I really like. And has been like a big theme in my relationship that I'm in now, mm-hmm. especially this is my first time living with a partner that it's, it shouldn't be y- you versus your partner. It's you two together versus the problem. And I feel like mm-hmm. this as it is, is like, sounds like very much of like, like cat versus boyfriend when it should be like you cat and boyfriend versus problem with cat scratching the furniture.
1: Mm. I
3: like that. Like,
2: Damn, Dr. Phil. All right. Boom. All right. I'll give him that I, one. Yeah. I'll give him, him this that. this
3: one instance. Yeah. <laughs> I will, uh, I have an autographed headshot, so I'll go, uh, let him know that we said thanks. <laughs>
0: oh my God, please. Wow. Please. Yeah. That's
1: amazing.
2: Well, I have an autographed headshot of Joey Greco, the cheater's host, so. <laughs> <I guess you laughs> like wow.
0: Well, on, I have an autographed that. headshot of Michael Jackson that my I got when I went to his house when I was a kid. Anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have we never talked We've about never, you going to Michael Jackson's house? Yeah, <laughs> he heard was, this, test. Yeah, yeah Because, uh, you know, I was a oh, child this is actor not a bit yeah. No, I, I'm okay. serious Okay, <laughs> okay. good <great. laughs>
3: He wasn't there. I want to say I was not. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He wasn't there. there. I was a child actor, and my dad, like, as a reward, I did like well on an audition or a callback. And so, my dad, I don't know how this was like before the internet. I don't know how my dad knew where Michael Jackson lived, but we went to his house, and my dad, like, rang the security doorbell thing, and like a butler guy came out. And my dad was like, My daughter's here. She's a big fan. Um.
3: I'm going to turn my camera on so you can see my face for a
0: second. And so the the butler guy is like, well, Michael can't come out, but I will go get you an autographed headshot. So he goes and leaves. And while we're waiting for the autographed headshot, Jermaine pulls into the driveway. Where both My dad's like, that's Jermaine Jackson from the Jackson 5. I'm like, what? And then the butler comes out, gives us an autographed headshot of Michael Jackson. It was him in his like bad outfit. Uh, And that's the time I went to Michael Jackson's house as a kid. Okay, great.
3: (laughs)
1: Wow. Damn. Look, we're on year 11 of this podcast, and you just never know what you're going to learn. We're not. There's still secrets.
3: We're not done, apparently. Wow. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. Well, I will say, and I think I speak for all of us, is that story wasn't as upsetting as I thought it was (laughs) going to (laughs) be.
0: Exactly. God, that turned up better than it did. Yeah. Luckily, he wasn't home that day. So. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh my god. god.
1: Wow. Um, that is. Just gonna process that for a second. Uh- <laughs> yeah.
3: Now that cat scratch thing doesn't seem so serious, does it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> in perspective. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my um, gosh. Yeah.
2: Good luck. I, I'm mad at your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Go too. get your cat. Go get your cat. We got
1: two real dud two real dud dudes in a row today. Uh, damn. Classic.
0: Not always it's not
1: always the case, but damn, man. This podcast is sponsored
3: by lesbians.
0: <laughs> it's not not sponsored not by not. lesbians. Yeah. Not yeah. Not. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Hayden,
3: thank you so much for hanging out with us
1: today. It's been so much fun.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited that I got to do this.
1: Heck yeah. Where can everybody find you on the internet? And what would you like to
3: plug? Um, I am at Hayden Crystal on everything. And my last name is K-R-I-S-T-A-L. It's pronounced like the meth, but spelled like a stripper. (laughs)
2: Love it. (laughs) And yeah, go follow Hayden and see, you know, like I said, all the crew. They're all so cute. And she's always just filming whatever dumb shit that they're getting up to. It's a lovely time. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Kind of like the punch. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was mean. It came out meaner than I wanted it to. But uh. we'll take it as a
1: compliment. We have big squirting okay, cool. energy
3: over here. No, I know.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. And we will see you all next week. Thanks for listening, y'all.
1: Talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hey ladies, this
4: is Max Power from Iowa, and I just wanted to share with you that I was just on an hour and a half flight, and all I did the entire time was listen to a podcast and delete my emails, and I'm now down to 25,785 emails. So, yeah, I learned that from you. It was very satisfying, and why not?
5: Hey ladies, I
4: just had an idea for the That's So Random theme song. Um <clears throat> visually um I'm seeing just like you three and maybe um uh French Stewart like kind of just like popping up in and out like talking heads kind of up up up, up. and then um, <clears throat> in the background, I'm seeing like some like amethysty pink glitter type thing. And then on top of that, like a filter that's like kind of underwater, underwater aqua-ish. Um, anyways, that was the first thing that popped to my head. Popped into my head. Um, but yeah, good luck. Have fun.
2: Bye. Lady
1: to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady.
0: Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two lady comedy, and give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our
2: individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
1: or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show.
0: Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.